This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. All right, Bill. Let's toss this lure out. One more time. Third time's your charm. Megan Odellini, W-E-E-I in Boston. Megan, good morning to you. First of all, let me just throw it out there. Are you there with us this morning? I am. (laughs) Sorry, guys. I was trying to connect the microphone, and I don't know. If for some reason it was just not compatible. That's what happens when you try to do too much. No worries at all. It's just great to hear your voice. Glad to have you here on the show. So I'm going to ask you this question, which I've been dying to get an answer to, so I'm going to ask it again. Joel Embiid. Didn't play M1, as you know, played game two, but I thought the Celtics did a a really great job. I mean, he's going to get his, we know that, but they minimized his impact. Do you think they can do that tonight in game three with the series shifting to Philly? I think it's going to be more similar to game two than game one. Um, Joel Embiid was fantastic in the first half on defense. He had those five blocks. And um, I wrote today for WE.com that he essentially looked like a beach volleyball player in the Olympics, the way he was swatting shots out of the air. But other than that, his health seems so compromised. He was on a four to six week plan to return and it's less than two weeks from that injury he sustained in his knee so to me it's not even quite as much about what the Celtics do to him on defense Mm -hmm. it's about how much he can manage his health his conditioning all of that right now it's kind of the bigger question mark Megan one of the things that uh, the Celtics coach Joe Mazzola I'm sure you saw him basically leave the press conference by saying Nobody wants to ask about the changes that we made from game one to game two. Nobody wants to ask about adjustments. So I'll ask you, we've talked about it a little bit today about the Celtics adjustments and not having James Harden beat them. What else did you see from Boston from game one to game two that made the difference? Well, first of all, defense. Um, (laughs) The Celtics decided to play defense. They definitely put an emphasis on that in game two. Their perimeter defense was outstanding. And they held, as you pointed out, uh, James Harden. Jayla Brown was on James Harden for most of the game, held them to just 14% shooting, which compared to the 45 he put up in game one is just an astounding turnaround. Um, you know, I in terms of other adjustments, their offense, their transition offense was just so much cleaner. They were kicking it out behind the arc and Luckily, every other three seem to be falling. I don't, I don't know if you can live and die by the three-point line, but that's something that this coach, that Joe Missoula, seems to preach to his players. So when it's working, that's what you're going to see. You're going to see an almost 40-point game uh, between the Celtics and whoever their opponent is, unless, of course, on the other side, it's the Golden State Warriors in the finals again. We're talking with Megan Odellini, host on WE. Boston with New Merloni and Christian Farrier from 2 to 6 p.m. in the East also played lacrosse at George Washington. Very cool. cool. Megan, of course, when you talk about the C's, we talk about Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, and those are the two big names. But who is someone that we don't normally give credit to that is essential for the Celtics to make a run in the East? Well, I think there's two players. Can I choose two? (laughs) Sure. Okay, so I'm going to choose two. I'm going to spread the wealth out, spread the love. Okay. Uh, one, one is Rob Williams. Rob Williams was a huge part of the Celtics' incredible turnaround last regular season. He is a total physical freak. He is a difference maker on defense. And this year, he's really been pushed um, to 
make more of a contribution on offense. He's a great rim defender, but now he's also cleaning up around the rim for those shots that aren't falling from behind the three-point line. Uh, he was he had an injury at the end of the last regular season. So he seems to be as close to full health as somebody with his kind of stature is going to be. And so they're going to need him. They're going to need him in substantial minutes going down the stretch. And they're going to need him to be able to be a lockdown defender. The other one really quickly is Derek White. So Derek White is a player that they acquired from San Antonio at the trade deadline last year. Kind of a quiet guy, a very unassuming guy. Sometimes seems like he needs, I say he seems like he needs a pep talk before every single game to remind him that he's good. Uh, he's been an incredible defender. He's an undersized guy who blocks like he's, you know, 6'9", 6'10", and he's a huge contributor on offense as well. So those two, I think, are, if you want to look for X factors on this team, we've got Rob Williams and Derek White. Megan, real quick, I know with the Bruins going out in the first round, everybody was disappointed, obviously, after their historic season that they had. How much are the fans now relying on the Celtics to do well, relying on the Red Sox who have gotten hot here in the last week or so? How much is that taking the sting out of the Bruins uh, stumbling in round one of the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs? Well, for who we call the hockey hardos, the hardcore hockey fans, nothing is going to take the sting out of that. I mean, a first-round exit with Patrice Bergeron and David Krejci back and the historic season, the record-setting season that they had, it's just, it's, it's ultimately just, it's only going to get more heartbreaking as the Stanley Cup playoffs go on. And every new round, you're reminded that the Bruins were out in the first round. So the Red Sox are kind of a nice surprise to most of us right now to be on this winning streak, to be climbing through the toughest division in baseball. Uh, I don't think any of us really predicted that outside of that clubhouse, maybe one or two people, uh, but that's nice. You know, the Celtics is almost like, I think the expectations are so high because of the way that the finals ended last year and the run that that team had and the tear that they went on to begin this season, the Celtics was like, okay, you know, the Bruins really screwed up. <laughs> now we're expecting you to carry the torch. <laughs> you can check her out as a host on WEE Boston, the first full-time female host in Boston sports radio history. It is Megan Odellini. Megan, good stuff. And I'm glad you finally got that microphone hooked up. You're I ready know. to go for next time. I love okay next time we're gonna try we're gonna try video I promise I did my hair for you guys oh really oh no yeah, all right I know and Cinco de Mayo and everything all right I know well, next time hey, we'll no knock that out thanks so yet, much Megan. okay thanks guys <laughs> thanks Megan Speak for yourself for more listen to the daily tip presented by BetMGM weekday mornings from 6 to 9 eastern on the BetQL network the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts